This next episode is a podcast collab with Zach and Tyler from the No Structure Podcast. Their podcast covers a variety of topics including pop culture, world news, and conspiracies. You can find the BBC Podcast Conspiracy Collab in the bio. I hope you enjoy. Welcome back everyone. Today I'm with two very special guests from the podcast No Structure Podcast, Zach and Tyler. What up? What's going on? Appreciate you having us. Yeah, I appreciate it too. You guys are the first... um, I had one other podcast collab back in like December. And he's a good buddy of mine now, Cash and C, but I don't think he ever actually put out my side of the interview. Oh, really? I was like, what the is fuck? He, uh, is he still doing this podcast? Yeah, I think so. The lunch table is freaking. Oh, so he's on. a part of that one. Yeah. Okay. But I don't, I don't know. I never, my side never got put out. Maybe <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, wait. You just wait till you blow up or something. Yeah. It just pops it out right there. Dude, I definitely, I have a few of those like hidden interviews I'm not going to put out until like I make a compilation that's, that's dope. of some shit like that. that yeah. Cool. <laughs> but yeah, tell me about your guys' podcast, No Structure Podcast. Is it actually have no structure or do you have some type of structure or what's the name? Why is the name? And <laughs> That's funny you say that because like at first we didn't want a structure. Like we were just kind of yeah. freeballing it. Just yeah. Going, you know? um, yeah. So similar to that, it was just more of we just kind of just sat down and just talked. That's what it really was. There wasn't I mean, he, you'd done podcasts before, mm-hmm. but we didn't really want to go in with like a super structured thing just because we didn't want it to make it sound like it was, you know, like rehearsed or anything. We wanted it to sound like, you know, a couple of friends just hanging out, kicking it, just talking about different stuff. Mm-hmm. Even with that, though, like we didn't even really know what direction we were going. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know I mean, we were just kind of figuring this out because we obviously listen to podcasts, but we didn't want to sound like the podcast. You yeah. Know what I mean? So. It was just trial and error. Eventually, I mean, I think everything comes to a structure. Mm-hmm. Like, now we do have a structure, obviously. But, now in the beginning, like, that wasn't the plan. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's where the name came from. So, for mm-hmm. listeners, their podcast is more about, like, sometimes, like, pop culture topics. But, like, it's not like you guys are, like, for my podcast, I'm just, like, interviewing artists. But you guys kind of have more of, like, a pop structure, pop pop culture element right yeah we definitely uh do like to touch on different things going on within the media or with just just life in general um you know i like it was uh, i can speak for myself personally but i like expounding on some of the things that happen and just dive in a little deeper like especially with like the things going on now with the election and things there's just so much information and misinformation out there that you know we try to at least provide at least like a, a normal person quote-unquote view of what's going on yeah mm-hmm. You guys definitely have like a hip hop background element to it too. I feel like. Oh yeah, we we love hip hop, man. I think yeah. Zach is more of the hip hop head. He puts me onto a lot of mm-hmm. shit in general, but we both love hip hop. I mean, that's where we come from. So. And yeah, Tyler's brother CMG was uh, he's part of In Tune. I mm-hmm. just interviewed yeah, like maybe like three weeks ago now. Yeah, shout out In Tune. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> good guys. Yeah. Like I was talking to them on the podcast, and they were like saying how there's not really any playlists or anything for up-and-coming artists and i was like you know what i want to make those playlists and like two weeks later i fucking actually put out these playlists so these playlists the last one comes out tomorrow today's the what day is it first uh, thursday yeah, yeah the first yeah, the first, yeah. Oh my God, it's october already but yeah I, I i made six different playlists to like help seattle artists and then just music i like because mm-hmm. What I've noticed is, like, if I'm with anyone in the car, they usually only have the same, like, 20 songs. That's very true. Like, what the fuck? Mm-hmm. And my... my yeah, I'm, I'm <laughs> guilty as fuck, bro. <laughs> Whatever, though. Those are 20 good-ass songs. Yeah. <laughs> You're going to get 20 good songs. Like, yeah, it's not going to be these skips, but they might be the same thing over and over again. Like, my playlist, like, 
because I have like my personal playlist and now these Spotify playlists, but for my personal, I have like 10 and they each have like 800 songs and like they're updated oh, wow. like daily. Yeah. That's cool. Originally, when uh, we first started the podcast, we did uh, a playlist with every episode, mm-hmm. but it's kind of mm-hmm. hard to, as soon as you start recycling songs and things like that, coming up with a new playlist every week. But like with the Seattle thing, that's definitely dope because there's not really anybody in this space doing that right now. Mm-hmm. What I was really, what I thought was really cool is um, when I saw your guys' YouTube channel, I was thinking about, because I make intros for my podcast, like they're like, if it's an artist, it's like three minutes of their music, like chop it up. So it's like kind of mixed and everything. Mm-hmm. And I was like, maybe I should do some like visual elements, but you guys did that already. <laughs> you guys have like a visual element, which I like actually really appreciate. Man, yeah. let me talk about the visual element real quick. How guys. long does that fucking take, man? So <laughs> I don't do any of it. If anything, I do like the graphic. Well, design. you used to. Like not the animation. Oh yeah, the animation yeah. stuff, but like the video work, you used to do a lot of it. But it, it took As a of long right time. now though, as yeah. of right now, all I do is this graphic. So like the images that you see is me, but the mm-hmm. animation, 100% him. Oh, yeah. Bro, like his progression in this shit, shit. like... And I'll think quarantine for that, honestly. It doesn't matter, bro. Like, it's still, like, coming from your mind, bro. That yeah. shit is crazy. It's just been really just... Uh, this quarantine, I've, it's, like, been a blessing in disguise because it's allowed me to, like, focus on the art aspect of this and just, like, trying to get better at that stuff because even if you compare the videos we were making, like, a year ago, they're completely different It's crazy. I was just doing that. I'm like, wow. Like, yeah. A year doesn't seem that long, but like when you like compare, like oh, yeah. visually what you did then to now, it's like wow, this is a this is some growth right here, man. Yeah, you know? it's cool to see like actual because you know people talk about growth, but sometimes you can't actually see it physically. Mm-hmm. But like from the first video that I did to now, it's just completely different. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it's for, amazing. So for people who haven't seen your videos, try to explain what they are because they're kind of trippy. <laughs> yeah, I try to just, um, so like Tyler was saying, he comes up with the graphics for it, and then I just tried to expound on whatever the graphic was and add music to it, because uh, like I, we were saying, we love hip-hop, so mm-hmm. if I can add any type of hip-hop into it, I'll, I'll try, but yeah, it's just like whatever our uh, subjects are, we just try to make something around that. I just try to, I noticed that very early on, a lot of podcasts garnered attention from kind of like having just a unique look to them. So mm-hmm. if I can make every video unique, hopefully that will draw more attention to it. Yeah. We've gone through so many phases of trying to find our look. Yep. And I feel like we're, I don't think we're ever going to come to like a finale mm-hmm. because it's changed so often. Mm-hmm. Like we would do, there's a list of things that we would, you know, attempt, things that we would, I feel like perfect, but then it would just get old to us. Right. And we would just evolve and evolve and, now we are where we are, but it's just like, I can't wait to see this time next year. Yeah. Looking back at right now. Yeah. It's crazy, bro. So what like software do you use to like do all that? Um, I use Kidmaster, mm-hmm. which is, um, it's an app on the iPhone that you can use. I, I use my iPad to do it, but um, that has a lot of the graphic stuff, but it's a, it's a bunch of different apps that I just get different things from. Yeah. Like you use uh, to do Bizarre. I, I use Bizarre, Bizarre yeah. a lot. I used to use Photoshop on a computer, but that just took too long. Yeah. It's like you have apps now that just do everything yeah. like so quick. You yeah, know I mean? there's no point to get on a computer anymore. It's crazy. I, I feel that I use like Pixar, which is like I use Pixar a yeah. lot, dude. Like it's actually it's actually insane how much stuff they have on. It's this legit. Stuff. That was one of the ones we used very early on, um, and I still I still use it all the time because mm-hmm. they're like just their like little graphic stuff is really cool. And you actually start to notice like whether it's actually like making videos, little graphics, like 
how much easier it is to make a better cover art than artists that are putting out fucking music. Yeah. <laughs> right. I mean, we practice every week, though. Yes. So the practice, obviously, is going to make perfect at some point. Not saying that we're perfect. We're far no. from yeah. it. I'm saying we're definitely getting better because we do it so often, you know? Yeah. yeah. And I just think the uniqueness of what we do every time is just different from other podcasts. Cause I mean, it's this. Us. Yeah, and I've yes. noticed a lot of other podcasts will just, like, put a picture up and just put some words over it or something. So, like... Mm. To make us stand out, you know, we definitely try to be as unique as possible. We're not talking shit. We're no, just, but we yeah. can. You gotta, just, you gotta come. We're just throwing it out there. We're, just yeah. trying to, we're really <laughs> just trying to put us into it. That's all, you know. Right. No, like, I really appreciate your guys' like YouTube channel, too. Like, with your, like you, you know, you put out the promo videos and stuff like that. Yeah. And, like, some people's Instagrams are just the same picture over and over. Oh, new episode out. It's like the same fucking mm-hmm. picture. Mm-hmm. And it used to be that, too. I mean, we used to do it where it was just literally just a picture from whatever episode with mm-hmm. the, you know, like the, um, the I always wave forget forms. what the, the waveforms. Yeah. And yeah. then just some audio behind it, but... It looked, like you said, it looked like the same thing every single day. So just after a while, I, I mean, I would be sick of looking at the same picture every day. So I can only imagine what other people would yeah. see when they look at it. Because mm-hmm. I think even I, I go off of, because podcasting is still pretty new. It started in like 2007, yeah. but it honestly just recently started picking up. For sure. Mm-hmm. But like, so we talk about that all the time. Yeah. <laughs> everyone like tries to compare themselves to like the Breakfast Club, like how they do their clips with like the bars on the top mm-hmm. and bottom. It says Breakfast Club and there's like a little clip. But you don't. But then it just everyone's doing that because that's what they're looking at. Because that's like the top podcast or like exactly. Joe Rogan or things like that. We mm-hmm. have to find ways to be unique, and that's what actually gets your name out there. Yeah, you know? I'm gonna be real. I don't really listen to other people's podcasts like that mm-hmm. because I feel like I will start to mimic. Mm-hmm. Like I just don't. Like I, I forget what rapper I listen to, but he's like I only listen to myself. A lot of rappers. Yeah. Is that Oliver Tree by any chance? No. Cause I, cause he is he a rapper though? I feel like well, he's, he's like, like he's very indie. like yeah, very kind of that like indie alternative. But he said something very similar to that, which was like, I don't want to get in. It might have been it might have been Lil Wayne. Man, I just know there's I a lot of weight behind that. You know what I mean? Like yeah, he's like, yeah, I don't want to be influenced that, by anybody else. Yeah, you know? like which is true. You have a more clear tunnel vision of like what's actually coming out of your mind and not um I want to say diluted, because that's kind of a, a harsh word, but there's no um it's not tainted by what you see. Right. You know what I mean? Obviously, I look at shit. Yeah, no, definitely. But I try to stay away yeah. as much as possible. Little Wayne is so confusing to me. Like, he's like my favorite artist. But, like, he always says, oh, I don't, I don't, like, write down my lyrics. I just freestyle them. Or he says he doesn't listen to other people's music. But then he always somehow gets to, like, collab with, like, the top artists of who's ever out. Whether it's, like... Like, he recently, he has, like, four songs out now with, like, fucking Tory Lanez. Like, that's a yeah. crazy collab. I'm like... But you say you don't listen to the newer artists. Or he's on, like, the um, Jack Harlow remix, Poppin'. That was a good song. Yeah. yeah. Maybe it's his people. Yeah. Maybe it's like, hey, this is a good look, bro. You might want to take a look over here, mm-hmm. you know. But he does all those mixtapes, too. His mixtapes, like, no ceilings, oh, yeah. dedication. Oh, man, he's on the, we, were in, we were in high school when he went on the crazy run with the Drought 3 and the yeah. Carter 3. Like, that by far is one of the most insane runs I've ever seen in hip-hop history. Like, I don't think that... There will be people that will get close. Like, obviously, Drake's close to that. But mm-hmm. Wayne at that time, every single car in the parking lot in our high school was playing Wayne. Yeah. And every single one. Yeah. Girls, guys, white people, black people, Mexicans, everybody. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sorry for the wait. Oh, yeah. oh, oh my God. Yeah, I have it on, make it short. I have it on CD. Anything, bro. The Gucci uh, Gucci remix. That was, oh, my God. Yeah. Dude, he's just... 
Lil Wayne was just on, or Eminem was just on Lil, Lil Wayne. See, that's what so that annoys me kind of. Like, what if you get to a certain power, like level, not power. I guess I guess power too. Like, if you're an artist like Lil Wayne, you could just start a podcast like the next morning and then have on Eminem. That's shit like that. It's fucking like it's almost like the richer you get, the more free shit you get. Yeah, like, like the same like, thing. Holy you know what shit. I mean? Yeah, yeah. yeah. you're talking about how. <laughs> Like both of them, like they would rap and they would have to Google their lyrics because they don't remember what they said. Oh and we were just talking about Lil Wayne not writing his shit. Yeah. And he said so many things, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like at some point you really do have to look at your what you yeah. said. Dude, he's uh, actually only like in his late thirties. I thought he was gonna be like his late forties or something. Yeah. Sounds about right. I mean he, he started was, super young. Yeah. He, he, he got yeah. signed at eight years old. Yeah. That's <laughs> Yeah, he's been a hot boy ever since, you know. Yeah. Yeah. I was watching Spongebob at eight or some shit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Legos. yeah he was off the porch. <laughs> yeah. So the hip-hop element of, like, podcasts, have you guys figured out how to include that without being, like, copyrighted or anything like that? Because I feel like hip-hop podcasts need that hip-hop element, mm-hmm. like... On YouTube, that they're so fast to like take that shit down. What do you mean exactly? Like adding someone's music? Like, yeah. To like, do you guys stay away from that, or like, do you like try to use that in your podcast at all? Because when I started my podcast, I noticed that no one was really using music for their intros. So what I do is I use like a copyright release form. Mm-hmm. So then, if YouTube tries to like mark me down or something, I just send them the copyright release form. But, Can you expand on that? Like you're you get demonetized on a video or something. I'm sorry. About the copyright release form. Like oh, what, you, what that is? What you do, yeah. So, I got, I got, I think it was like a month into starting my podcast. The copyright release form says that who, what the interview is, who the artist is, the artist and the manager have to sign it, saying that I could use oh, their music okay, okay. or oh, their okay. cover, their likeness or whatever in like the... I think you're talking about video. like ripping a song off of YouTube and putting it as an intro for your show. So oh. it's like, yeah, of course you're gonna get hit. So like for each artist I make an intro of their music. Mm-hmm. So then to do that, because when I first started I was just doing like any music that I liked that mm-hmm. like made me feel like this is music that artists would like too. Mm-hmm. And I was like, that's not gonna work. It, it just <laughs> it's just not gonna work. Like I was like I'd have like a new artist on and then somehow mixing like Jay Z or something into like mm-hmm. the intro and I was like First of all, this guy doesn't even know Jay-Z. Jay-Z right. definitely doesn't know who this guy is. Yeah. I just think it, the music sounds cool together. And then I was like, maybe I could actually get away with using music, but by that artist. So, like, I can use, like, CeeLo Green's music because I interviewed him, and then mm-hmm. I can just, he just signs off on it and shit like that. I mean, that makes sense for that mm-hmm. setup, but, I mean, we don't really interview like that. No, and then, like, even the trailer stuff, I usually use beats off of YouTube. Like, they're, they are the actual instrumentals, but they're mm-hmm. redone by somebody. Oh, shit. So, really? it's, like, kind of, you can kind of slip through that way, but I've definitely, I mean, we've gotten flagged before oh, yeah. on our YouTube before All the time. for yeah. songs, so. Oh, wow. Like, we used the uh, Owl Black, I Need a Dollar, and mm-hmm. they, they flagged us, and we didn't even use any of the words, it was just the instrumental, but mm-hmm. they still flagged it and tried right. to demonetize it, or sometimes they'll just block it from being played in certain countries. Mm. I know some people, weird. they'll try to, like, change the frequency just yeah. a tiny bit. I've definitely done that, too, where I've yeah. like, the un- where it sounds like it's underwater, like, on a radio yeah. or something, because it's harder to detect. But, it yeah. all goes through and gets filtered by YouTube, and if it just matches the right pings, you know, it'll just automatically go to the artist. Yeah. So if it's not matching it... 
from whatever alterations you do to it, then obviously it's not going to go anywhere. Universal's like notorious for taking people's stuff down. Like Actually. I think that's the only label that we've really ran into any trouble with as far as like including music in our stuff. Mm-hmm. They have that, what is it, Freedom of Use Act? I don't even know what that is. Yeah, I think it's like you get 30 seconds to use it yeah. and then if, uh, if you pass it. But it's only certain ones. Like there's been, like I've used the weekend stuff in, in one of ours and they flagged it immediately even though it's only like 15 seconds. It might be like an auto flag too. Yeah, that's oh, it. Okay. Yeah. But, I mean, usually we abide by that anyway. It's not like we're just ripping out people's whole songs. You yeah. I mean, we, we wouldn't do that. It's, at least without giving credit. Yeah, know, for sure. Yeah, even, like, Joe Rogan has problems with that. He can't, like, he'll get excited about a song and, like, try to show his guest it. And they're like, mm-hmm. oh, shit, we can't actually play this on the fucking... Jamie, can we show that? Yeah. What yeah. <laughs> <laughs> sucks, especially in, like, what you're doing, you know, you want to be able to present people's music. But that mm-hmm. seems like a lot of red tape that you have to go through just to, yeah. to do it. That's why you got to make sure... You guys are in a different realm because you're pop culture and you and use hip-hop but you're not like interviewing guests like i am mm-hmm. so but like what's important for me is like making sure i'm become friends with those managers and like the people behind the scenes for sure like i don't think people realize how important those managers oh, are. oh 100 percent, yeah i agree with you that people don't realize how important they are yeah mm-hmm. yeah like people think you could just dm some guy on instagram like, oh let's collab yeah and unfortunately yeah, they probably emoji. have five people they have to answer to too so even <laughs> though they're the artists they have to talk to the label they have to talk to their manager so yeah, yeah making those connections super important have you guys been following joe rogan on spotify yet or like how that how that's yeah. all working out honestly that's like the only podcast i listen to and when i listen to it it's usually like if it's like a guest that i really fuck with yeah like elon musk i listen to those ones because mm-hmm. i like his drive like he's one of the few people that we have like on this planet right now that's like this is my dream and i'm fucking doing it yeah, yeah. i fuck with that shit you know what i mean or like duncan trussell yeah duncan, i, I to love his, duncan bro. Dude, I, I follow his podcast even uh, the family. Yes, I used to listen to that too. That's like my favorite podcast. That's like I like him more than fucking Joe Rogan's now. He has a very unique mind. Yeah, yeah, he's a very cool person. He's very spiritual. Yeah, I feel like um, I feel like yeah, he's 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 somewhere else in that mind. Like he's, <laughs> yeah, he's he's a higher person. That's for sure. I'll send it to you. After yeah, he has some really yeah. cool ones. Like I listen to one with uh, I'm not I don't listen religiously to him, but mm-hmm. there's a couple that grab my attention. Like he had Paul Shamitz on there, who mm-hmm. was a uh, He's like a mushroom grower, oh, yeah. and he talks about like the the benefits health wise of even just not actually taking mushrooms, but using like mushroom supplements for your brain activity and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I think he actually lives in Washington. Oh wow! Yeah, so really cool stuff. Even like Graham Hancock, I like those ones. Yeah, you talking like microdosing with uh, the psilocybin? Yeah, stuff like that. But then he also talks. There's like a uh, so there's bro, you already. There's some. There's some different. <laughs> You know about those numbers? Angelic numbers? No. We'll oh, yeah, yeah. Well, I, I know a little bit about that. <laughs> yeah. but uh, There's, there's yeah. certain um, like uh, supplements you can take, but they're just like grounded up mushrooms that help with brain activity and stuff. So it's not like illegal or anything. You can buy them over the counter like a GNC, like Tiger Tail's one of them. Okay. There's uh, they even like Shiitake. You keep saying mushrooms. Tiger Tail. Isn't it Lion's Mane? Lion's Mane, not Tiger Tail. <laughs> yeah. I don't really listen to too many other podcasts either. I mean, one of the ones I really like is Joe Buttons. Um, I listen to his. I think it just ended though, man. I think he just. Oh, I think they're coming back. Uh, Yeah. Uh, I think they're they're probably going to come back under somebody else, but I listen to Brilliant Idiots every once in a while. Brilliant Idiots is my favorite podcast, actually. Really? That's like Charlemagne at his best because. His Breakfast Club shit has just gone completely downhill. I don't even check out the Breakfast Club. They could have like 
Barack Obama on or someone, I wouldn't listen to it. It has really? to be somebody I'm like really, really interested in hearing from, especially if they haven't talked in a while. Like if they put Jay Z up there, like he never mm, talks, so yeah. it's some, that's something that I had, would have to gravitate towards. He just he could he even talks about it in the Brilliant Idiots. Like he's how he's he's so done with the Breakfast Club. Mm-hmm. Like there's just no energy, and they they all have like resentment towards each other, especially like him and. Is it Angie? Yeah, really. Over all Angie that Gucci Man stuff. Yeah, uh, called her yeah. a bitch or something. See, I don't even follow that shit. Yeah, yeah, dude. Yeah, <laughs> can't do it. Dude, the first thing I do when I wake up is look at hip hop blog. So like, I'm always caught up on everything that's going on. My guys act too. Yeah, they're always on top. What of are shit. like some other hip hop blog or uh, podcasts you listen to? So, Conan O'Brien's, which is really? actually so fucking funny. Okay. Because sometimes like. I've actually, I used to be the hugest Joe Rogan fan, but in the past, like, two months, I've kind of, like, leaned off of him. Well, why specifically? For Joe Rogan? Yeah. Because I'm kind of in the he, same boat as you. He's, I look, I don't, I'm not that political of a person. He just tries, he no. just, he, like, complains, he's, like, complaining about politics, like, for half the interviews now. They're, like, starting to just be the same thing over and over. And then for the But new- do you feel like he should do that right now, since it's so close to election? But he's, like, beating a dead horse. I mean, I don't really know what he's yeah. saying. He's either. just, like, just feel, for me personally, I feel like he just is far too right-leaning now. Mm-hmm. And he it shows up a lot in his podcast. It's just, like, his obvious bias towards certain things show up. And mm-hmm. it's just, like, a, it's a it's a turn off, Especially when he's talking about, like, Seattle and things are going up. Dude, he here. shits on Seattle yeah. so yeah. fucking mm-hmm. much. It's, like, I'm, like, oh, like at first I'd be, like, oh, he's talking about Seattle. Oh, he's talking about Seattle. You know, yeah. like, literally right where he's talking about, and it's fine. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So. Like he had to apologize. Like a, I always say two weeks. I just give everything. That's the yeah. in quarantine time. They everything feels like two weeks. Yeah, every day is Sunday. Yeah, it's really, yeah it's like two weeks ago, he got in trouble for like saying someone got arrested for starting fires in Portland or something. Mm-hmm. But it was like false, so he had to like go online and apologize because he's just like I don't know. He's just he's too excited about these politics where he's just saying the same thing over and over and I'm like I don't want to hear this and then like with certain guests he acts weirder like if it's like a girl he gets all gossipy it's like he gets his like weird voice on mm. the boyfriend and, voice yeah, yeah it's really funny he's like oh my god girl did you <laughs> I'm like what the fuck interesting and then okay. he had fucking like Miley Cyrus on for this I think she was the second guest for his Spotify deal and I was like what the fuck is this mm. like like I said, I only listen to a few people he interviews. Yeah, it's, and it's only because I want to learn about shit. Like, usually yeah. the people he has on are, like, very smart in a field that I have not dabbled in, that yeah. I'm very interested in. You know what I mean? So He's just going over and over. It's kind of boring. But, mm-hmm. so, Conan, Joe Rogan, the Ron Burgundy podcast, which huh. is, like, Will Ferrell. Yeah. And Brilliant Idiots. Um, I follow Lex Friedman's podcast, but like you have to really be in a, like an intellectual mind state to want to listen to him. Okay, yeah, I'm not too familiar with him. He's like a Joe either. Rogan guest, and he's like an AI guy. Oh. He's just very. He's a cool guy, but it's like it's like. Oh. It's like right up our alley, though. Like we're all about. It. Yeah, yeah, I think you like that. Then the Duncan Trussell Family Hour. Mm-hmm. You ever listen to the Reed? What's that? I used to listen to it. It's two people on their loudspeaker. It's like guy and a girl. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, pretty much like Breakfast Club, but it's just a guy and a girl that. Mm. Um, Kid Fury. Okay. I don't know if you know that name. And, uh, dang, I forgot the other two. I haven't listened to it in a long time. Mm. But, I mean, based off of what you just named, they, you probably like that one too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And then I always like, I when I like inter- when I want to interview someone, I like dive really deep into, like I was saying this before, mm-hmm. like who the person is. And then like sometime, 
it's a weird thing, but like sometimes I even think about like if I if I like someone's music, I'm like, did they actually even write this? And mm-hmm. I like, think about that if I even want to interview. Does that matter to you? Yeah, it does because like I'm trying to very very like specific on who I have on my podcast. Like mm-hmm. the like how many followers doesn't matter to me whatsoever, but I need them to be like genuine and passionate because I don't want to like be down the road and then someone be like, oh, dude, I really hate that podcast because I know that guy in real life and everything he said was bullshit. And me just be like, oh, shit, really? Maybe you're all excited during the interview and it turned out it was a bunch of fucking lies. Yeah. What if they're genuinely passionate about making a team? Like, why why would that necessarily be Right, but some people aren't like, I want people who are honest, you know? Like, some people aren't mm-hmm. honest about that team. What if they're honest because about so not writing like, shit? If they're, if they're, yeah, if they're honest okay. about it, that's fine. But, like, I feel like when you're an up-and-coming artist, you kind of hide things. I, I want people who yeah, are, like, an open yeah, book because that's what's inspiring to other up-and-coming artists. Like, most definitely. everyone's struggling. To be, like, a starving artist is a real thing. Mm-hmm. Like, I went to Leavenworth, and, like, I, I like, spent, like, I was at a, at a budget of, like, $1,000. And I spent that a thousand dollars in one day, and I was supposed to be there for like three days. I was yeah. like, "Holy <laughs> fuck!" I was like, "What am I going to eat now?" And then I go into this like cafe, and there was a starving artist like meal, and it was like three bucks. I was like, "What the fuck?" Starving yeah, <laughs> artist meal. <laughs> yes. Was it yeah. steak. It was like a fucking like it was like eggs, toast, and hash browns. Hey. And I'm like, thirty dollar breakfast. It was three bucks. Oh, three. Oh, oh, I thought you said thirty. I think no, it's thirty. Three, also, three oh, dollar breakfast. Oh, okay. It was like it was a real. It was like a real. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> it, was, it was like a real starving artist meal. I was like, holy shit. Damn. It just is like it was a blessing. Wait, and, I want to know what you spent a thousand dollars on in Leavenworth. Yeah, so for the people that don't know, that's like pretzels. the Christmas. Okay. <laughs> yeah. There's actually this like zip lining place like oh, down sweet. the street, and it was like shit, like three hundred bucks for ticket or some shit. Damn, did you pay for three people? Yeah. Oh, okay. So that was <laughs> six. That'll do it right now. That's six hundred. Then groceries, gas, and then you know like. Where you're gonna stay? Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I could, I could eat that up real fast. But yeah, Leavenworth's cool. I oh, like it's a cool place. Yeah, it's cool. Germ- Everyone's pretty nice. Not a lot of black people down there. But yeah. Oh no, for <laughs> sure. Have you gone to? Germany? I, I count them as soon as I get. Yeah, there. that's when I went. Oh, yeah. there. Three motherfuckers got it. Make eye contact. Oh yeah. So I want to talk to you. I want to talk to you guys about like how you guys build up your following because like when it comes to like, like I haven't seen a lot of big podcasts in Seattle. Like, what I do see is, like, big YouTube channels. Like, there's, mm-hmm. like, some crazy-ass YouTubers in Seattle. But, like, when it comes to, like, a good following on, like, Instagram, you guys have a fucking great following. Like, how do you guys go about building that? Um, I think it's just, like, the content we put out. I think people just naturally gravitate towards it. I don't I don't think we try to take ourselves too seriously. Mm-hmm. So we're more of, like, a kickback type thing. So I think people really enjoy that about us, um, at least from my perspective. Yeah. I mean, I don't think... Our, okay, let me say this. Obviously, our goal is to have as many people listen to us as possible. Mm-hmm. Obviously. But I don't think when we like make what we're doing, I don't think that that's really in our mind. Like We're really just making yeah. our shit. I feel like a lot of podcasts get the thought in their mind that they're just trying to make money mm-hmm. as fast as possible. So that dictates a lot of the things that they talk about or the, some of, they'll stay away from certain things because it might you know, affect their business portion yeah. of that. But we don't have any ties to anybody, so yeah. we can just do whatever we want. We mm-hmm. literally no structure. Yeah. yeah. So And we've definitely failed some things. We've done some things great. So and I think that's one thing that benefits us that we're not afraid of how well usually we're not afraid of how we look mm-hmm. to the public so that we could take these chances. There are times where I do feel like damn like 
I wish that this popped off better because I put a lot of time into this. Yeah, you know I mean? people don't realize that yeah. shit. Though. They just see work. the finished product. Yeah, okay. so a lot of people think that podcasting is just sitting down and just talking. But I mean, we put so much work. He edits everything. You know, we do the teasers. All the marketing is done by us. You know, we, a lot of the marketing that we do for our podcast too is paid for out of our own pocket. Mm-hmm. So. You know, we really treat this not only as like a hobby, but also as like a legit business, you yeah. know, trying to find any way to just get ourselves in front of more people. We have to. So how do you tell the audience how you go about like marketing and promotion? What do you guys do for that? Um, usually it's just running IG ads, at, the, at, mm-hmm. at least at this moment. I mean, we both we have an IG and a, a Twitter and our own website. So we okay. just try to direct people to different stuff. Um, we post almost every single day. Or we, yeah, pretty much every single day, both on Twitter and on Instagram. So. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Honestly, um, if something's trending, we'll like plug in hashtags. You yeah. Know I mean? Do hashtags work? It's hard to tell, man. I don't think they that. do. I personally don't think so. so. We just did a, a conspiracy talk a couple weeks ago about JFK and the, the QAnon. Okay. And um, those hashtags worked great. Mm-hmm. Anytime you hashtag anything with them, they it, like we had one little snippet video on Twitter that got like 900 views oh, because those people were like a real good, like a cult. Yeah. Like, yeah. To yeah. put it very frank. So it, there's it a just few of those subjects though. Like yeah. there's um, like specific car companies or car uh, models because mm-hmm. I'm really big into cars. Like okay. you put those hashtags out there, like they come. Yeah, you know I mean, <laughs> so it, do, it really depends on like what the category is. I really do think that sometimes it does work. Sometimes it's like you're just guessing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, mean, I also pay attention a lot to the other podcasts and what some of the hashtags they're using too, because it might be something that we didn't think of. Mm-hmm. You know, like uh, people will put like independent podcasters. Mm-hmm. I, I never thought to use that terminology mm-hmm. with us before. So I always think with hashtags like that, though, like I'm not searching that. Yeah, shit. Yeah, see, that's, that's <laughs> another thing too. But yeah. maybe, maybe like people. Like with the money, are searching that oh, shit. You know what I mean? Like yeah. maybe like the managers yeah, are talking about. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? Like shit like that. So who knows? Like right. who knows is what's looking at that shit? For yeah. sure. Yeah, you know, no, shit, I didn't even think about that. So like, is your whole following just like organic? For the so like because you said it's been like a year and a half then, basically for your podcast. Yeah, so, almost two. So like almost in two years, you have like over two thousand followers. Yeah, but a lot of that I don't. We don't really take followers as serious like that, just because not everybody, even if they're following you, is engaging with your content. Mm-hmm. I mean, you'll see people with like twenty thousand followers, and they might get like fifteen likes on their picture. That's so, um, I mean, a lot of it is like some of it can be empty follows. You know, that people mm-hmm. are just they're just curious as to what you have going on without actually wanting to support. And I think that's one of the hardest parts, especially with podcasts. They get discouraged by that when they see. I have a 5,000 person base, but maybe my podcast is only getting 100 listens. I'm guilty of that, man. Like, there's, like I was just saying a little bit ago, like putting something out there and you're not getting the feedback from your audience that you, I don't even know if expect is a word, but what you want. Yeah. You're just like, damn. That's a disappointing ass feeling, honestly. Like, Mm. the ratio of uh, acknowledgement compared to the number of followers. Yeah. That shit, that shit hits. You know what I mean? Nah, especially when you know that, like, how much energy that you put into whatever it was that you were, you know, trying to put out. And then mm-hmm. you're like, all right, like, I know this is the one right here. Yeah. And it's not, yeah. you know. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, yeah. Mentally, I feel like that does something to you, especially even like being a creative in a city where it's like, there's not necessarily a lot of unity a lot of times with mm-hmm. different, you know, like, you know. The support's just not there. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I definitely, yeah, I definitely, you know, resonate with what you're talking about. Yeah, Some of the downfalls, like, I tell him, this is maybe, I've told you maybe like three times, like, bro, I just need a backup. Like, I can't yeah. look at the POC or uh, our IG anymore. I can't. Like, it's just discouraging. Mm. I just need to, like, step back if I'm going to put my heart into this and, like, make it what I want it to be. Because if I'm looking at these numbers, 
and they're not what I want it to be, it's going to affect what I put out. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I have to just stand back. So majority of the time he's on it. You know what I mean? He's, he's yeah. handling the, the pages, but. And I think that's where the chasing comes from with podcasts is when they don't start seeing those numbers, they start chasing whatever the hot topic is, yeah. or they start copying other more prominent podcasts and using all of their stuff to try and get on because it's working for those guys. Mm-hmm. But with podcasting, everybody does something different. So even if these people have shown you blueprints, not necessarily going to work for what everybody's doing. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. I, like I see fucking people on like direct message me and be like, Oh, you want to grow your fan base? Mm-hmm. All the time. And be like, we can organically grow your fan base for a hundred dollars. How the fuck is that organic? <laughs> have you seen the, have you got any of those ambassador things where it's like, we'll give you a discount if you buy our shit? Yeah, what the fuck? Yeah. Who the <laughs> fuck is falling for that shit? I'm sure there's a lot of people. Actually, I, 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 I see a lot of that in people's it. bios. Yeah. Yeah. I think a lot of yeah, it is like because chill, of, it's for the look, right? Yeah. Like, I think that their, their trade-off is, okay, if I buy your product and I get a discount for it, I get a look from your company. Maybe if it's Nike. If it's something that I would actually buy, I would consider it for sure. You know what I mean? Oh, but, yeah. Especially don't trust those like California ones. Because do you know how many companies there are in California? Especially yeah. startup clothing companies. Yeah. Right. Everything. And also, you also, I mean, I, I take this into account anytime somebody reaches out to us like that. Is You, you want to make sure that they line up consistently with your brand. If they That's don't. Huge. Mm-hmm. And you're just, it almost seems like you're selling yourself out just for a check. And I, I personally would never want to do that. So Yeah. yeah. But yeah, I think your guys is, I just think, I think it's more important for like a podcast Instagram to have more follow or like a social media Instagram. Well, if that makes sense, like mm-hmm. a media, not social, a media Instagram to have more followers than like even an artist Instagram, because like if you only have like 50 followers, but you're the best podcast ever, like an artist isn't going to want to have an interview, but like managers and record labels, they definitely are looking at people's Instagrams and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Everything is very uh, numbers driven right now. Which is stupid, but yeah. Like if if I if, if Instagram wasn't for my podcast, I would not. I definitely would not have Instagram. Oh, so you don't like it, any of that? I think social media is stupid. I feel yeah. you, bro. Oh, I've been off that shit for a minute. Besides this, yeah. I mean, recently I have one for like looking at cars and shit because that's like yeah. my thing. But before that, man, like I was on it for ten years, maybe. Yeah, I had to like convince this guy to make an Instagram. Yeah, movie. man. Like, there's people who, like, will kill themselves if they don't get enough likes or something. Yeah, like, I'm like, what? And you're not even trying to, like, promote anything? You're yeah. just posting random <laughs> yeah. pictures? Like, yeah. you're not yeah. even making yeah. money off this. You're it hits that reward just... system in your brain, bro. True. Like, yeah, yeah, no got, that life, got that life, got that life, got that life. Yeah. And the thing about it, too, is I think that, especially with your personal uh, Instagram, you're just pretty much selling to your friends and family. Yeah. So you almost have to create a separate one because you don't want to feel like you're just continuing bashing people over the head with mm-hmm. your podcast stuff. Like, I've recently gotten more comfortable with putting more podcast stuff on ours because I didn't want to feel yes. like I was, like, sh- shoving it down people's yes. throats. you know what I mean like I just sometimes it just feels weird like the self-promotion thing has always been kind of weird to me especially for the podcast yeah I I definitely feel that like I used to like I do a lot of stories which are just like links to like the podcast and I'd post that all the time like on my main and the podcast Instagram Mm -hmm. and like like over like two weeks of doing that I lost like 20 followers on like my main one. Oh, yeah. Like wow. even from like actual just friends and family being like, fuck yeah. this shit. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you'll be, surprised. you'll be surprised the people that you are pretty good friends with that'll unfollow your podcast page. We've had it too where I'm like, man, damn, this yeah. person unfollowing us? Like, man, this is a person I interact with on a regular. Yeah. 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 Not no more. Right. It's like, 
Yeah. Or I'll see like a lot of people that will like see what I'm doing and then I'll send them a link like with my playlists. I, like I went through like all my contacts on like Snapchat and Instagram. I'm like, hey, you guys want a link? And they're like, oh, what have you been up to? I see you're doing something cool, but they won't like listen to the podcast or like. Mm-hmm. They're, actually... they're just more curious about what you're doing yeah, rather than right. actually I'm like, what caring. The fuck? Yeah. With your podcast, I like your views are a good match with like your. So you have like two thousand followers, and you get like a thousand views for your like promos and stuff. Like, yeah, that's fucking dope. We've uh, well, that goes with the marketing stuff, but also like if you look at our like our SoundCloud numbers, a lot Those of that are good too. It's been about building the base though on SoundCloud too. Mm-hmm. We, I've I've reached out, connected with quite a few creators on there just to try and build a base. I mean, we have like eight hundred people that follow us mm-hmm. on there, so he's really good at this, Zach. Like you're really good at this. So shit. yeah, I mean, it, like I said, I've had a lot of fucking time with quarantine, so yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. it's just been, it's been. And I do a lot of like market research and stuff too, because that's stuff like I never used to be interested in that kind of things. Like now, having a, a business and and a hobby that aligns with that, like it just makes this stuff so much easier to mm-hmm. like take in. But I haven't. Like, have you guys not tried to reach out to sponsors yet? Because I feel like if you're hitting that like a thousand, we did mark, that. Or we like, did it a little bit. How does that? How did it turn out for you guys? Me personally, I just feel like it's not like the effort to try to get the sponsor and the payout right now. I just, I don't know. I, I'll I can pay myself twenty five bucks. Yeah, you know I mean yeah. that's what it is. Is they base it off of I can't remember the exact terminology they use, but it's basically like ten fifteen dollars for every thousand listens you oh. get, which realistically isn't really that great because you're putting a thousand people in front of a product they probably never even heard of. So. Mm-hmm. But yeah, and I think that goes back to the brand thing too about not trying to cheapen your brand by taking so many of these little ones that aren't yeah. necessarily that great. Because I mean, we could have an ad in the middle in the front of all of our podcasts, but we choose not to just yeah. because they're for what twenty dollars, and then mm-hmm. it's not even a product that we believe in. Like we've gotten emails about ball wash and like male <laughs> so enhancement, like, literally. Literally. Oh, like oh, oh, you're talking okay, testicle wash, yeah, okay. Dude, the brilliant idiots does that stuff though. It's pretty funny. Yeah, but like it's, blue chew, shit like that. Yeah, exactly. Blue chew. I think it was one of the. I don't know if it was blue chew, but it was a company very similar. Reached out to us like very early on about using that stuff, and it's just like I'm 30. I don't really need that, so I yeah. feel like I'm selling somebody else something I don't need. And that's probably I'm, not even your audience yeah. range, you know? Yeah. Old people. It's not. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Old people aren't really into hip hop or pop culture, so mm-hmm. it's kind of yeah. kind of hard to grab them. But yeah, I think there's like. There, there, there has to be a way, like, even if you only have a thousand views, it's like if you wanted to, to, like, make a living off that, like, whether it's, like, Patreon or some mm-hmm. way. Because I, I, I've been seeing that a lot. Like, some people have, like, a really small, like, do you know who Life Jennings is? Yeah. Of course. So, yeah. he was on, <laughs> he was on, nice. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's, he, that's my song. He was on the Breakfast Club, like, late December or something. Uh-huh. And he was saying that he only has, like, a core base of, like, it's either 6,000 or 60,000 followers mm-hmm. on like his Patreon or something like that. But then those, I'm not, let's say 60,000, which I think is more because a lot of people know who he is. Right. So like he'll charge like $10 for an album on page, Patreon and then 60,000 people will buy that because those are his core base. Mm-hmm. So he makes his living off those followers. Of course, he has like other business ventures, but like I think that's something that people should like look into. Like you only need like an actual like small base that will actually buy your shit. Mm-hmm. Maybe like a cult, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I mean, no, they talk about that a lot in hip-hop, too. I mean, to, taking the bag versus going and, like, building your base. Like, uh, a lot of the talk in hip-hop is, um, 
you know, a lot of these artists will do the club appearance rather than doing small shows because they want that quick 50K instead mm-hmm. of going and doing the thousand person show that's going to make those thousand people not only invest in them, but buy merch, you know, follow them on Instagram, things like that. So I think it depends on what you're really trying to get out of, you know, whatever you're in. Yeah. I think the fact that we share the same mindset when it comes to focusing on building our base, I, we don't feel like we're missing out on anything because we know that this is what we want we know that this is the low payout route immediately Mm -hmm. but we're not missing out on anything because we knew this going into it you know what i mean Mm -hmm. so it works so where do you how do you guys distribute your podcast like what do you go through you go you just post on soundcloud and disperse it from there uh yeah spotify we're on apple Podcasts, google Podcasts. we don't really see too much with google i mean soundcloud like we use the uh, RSS feed okay you guys do that too see people everywhere. are so stupid they go through like Anchor or some shit mm-hmm. and then once you if your podcast ever actually pops Anchor is going to take your fucking money mm-hmm. so what you do is you go on SoundCloud it's maybe like 16 bucks a month exactly. yep. like, yeah. For the yeah. Point, yeah. and then you get the RSS feed and then you disperse that to wherever you fucking want yeah. that's way smarter than paying close to the same price on Anchor or whatever other podcast Podbean or whatever yeah. Oh, I mean, yeah, Podsprout. There's so many of them now. There's yeah. a ton of them. And we uh, we actually tried to go, like, look at some of those at the very beginning. But, yeah, that, yeah. having to surrender over the RSS feed was not mm-hmm. something. They're like record labels. Yeah. Mm-hmm. See? And people don't even know. Like, some people are like, what the fuck is an RSS feed? You know? Yeah, exactly. That shit is like your identity. Yeah. Yeah. And then yeah. I also, because I was looking up, like, if you need to, like, copyright your podcast, like, that is the copyright thing right there, the RSS feed. Really? Like, you really don't... Like, once you actually put that into the space, like, it's already copyrighted. I mean, if someone were to steal our shit now, it'd be pretty hard for them to defend it. Yeah. Like, we have a history. Yeah. Come on. We even looked at... Before, there was a couple other No Structure podcasts, but they had only put out, like, two or three yeah. videos and just quit after that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they were, like, three years old by the time we started. Yeah. nothing. Posting nothing else. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? So. Yeah, like, the my original name for my podcast was Triple H Nast. Which was H H N A S T, which stood for hottest hip hop. Wait, I forget it now. It's like hottest hip hop news and sneaker talk. Oh, nice! And then <laughs> anyone that saw like the three H's and the NAST, NAST would be like, "What the fuck is that? How yeah. do you pronounce that?" Nast <laughs> 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 is Triple H. I guess Triple H is, has to do with wrestling. Also, yeah, yeah, some yeah, people yeah. are like, "Is this a wrestling, wrestling podcast?" Or some, yeah. Yeah. some shit like that. And I was like, "What the fuck?" So that's what NAST stands for. Yeah. So like, okay. I I chopped off the H's and it was just like. It can mean news and sneaker talk, but at this point, I just make it. It's all capitalized, anyways, just because I think it looks better than. Because like the logo is like italicized and bold, and so it looks at better. first I thought that was your name until I saw the email and it said yeah. Blake. Yeah, it's like Man, this guy's name is Nas. Interesting. Yeah, that. that, that's my stage name though, Nas. Yeah, right. <laughs> I feel it. I yeah. like it. My name, my name's pretty funny. Fucking Blake. It's a pretty white name. My name's Tyler, bro. <laughs> there we go. We're saying Brian. There we go. <laughs> But yeah, it's, yeah. <laughs> all, all this stuff is very important, you know. Mm-hmm. So, what is some advice that you guys have? I'll, I'll start with Tyler and then Zach. What is some advice that you guys have for up and coming Seattle artists, creators, influencers? Um, I mean, I guess the the big takeaway that I've had from this journey would be like you just got to focus on what you want to do. You can't let the others should distract you, like the numbers that I was talking about. You can't let the haters like distract you the fact that people even hate on your shit is crazy because you're actually taking a leap to do something that they're not doing you know what i mean like take a chance do your shit man like 
you not caring what other people think is a form of freedom. And I think a lot of people overlook that shit. You know what I mean? So just fucking what you what you have in your mind is stick to that shit. It's gonna be tough in the beginning. Like we're still in the beginning. It's tough yeah. for us. You know what I mean? But I I see the light at the end. So that's why we just focus. We just keep going. Got our blinders on. We're just going. You know what I mean? Yeah. To, to go off what he just said. Um, you know, you just have to stay focused on what your end goal is. Like we, when we started this, and this is a good testament to our friendship too, because we've been friends for 15 years yeah. now. Like I know that he has the same mindset as I do. I think a lot of people need to realize too, that this is a marathon. It's not a sprint. Like uh, the people that are sprinting to get to the end are going to end up burning themselves out. Like you really have to put the work in. Like I'm a huge fan of everything Nipsey did. Like he, you know, it's building blocks. You have to build up to something. It's just not going to happen overnight. You, you might get one video to pop and it might be amazing, but then you might just go right back down after that. Yeah. So it's just like staying focused, staying on the end goal and not letting outs, like he said, outside influences change not only what you guys are doing, but also influence the way you guys are handling things. Mm-hmm. Some final questions are, where, when do you post your guys' interviews? I mean, my interviews episodes, so people can, you know, look it up when they want to see an episode. <laughs> yeah, uh, every Monday it's on, uh, so the, all the audios every Monday um, on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, uh, SoundCloud and Spotify. And we, we put posted at midnight, but I say 12.01 because if you tell people midnight, then they think it's that day. And it's just, it's all confusing when you say that. So 12.01 <laughs> Mondays. Um, and then we put a visualizer out twice uh, a week for a weekly segment, which is Hot Headlines and uh, The Conspiracy Talk. And that's every Tuesday and Friday on, mm-hmm. on YouTube. And I think that's another big thing for podcasting too, staying consistent. Yeah. Like you, a lot of people, I think they fall out of it because they're not consistent every week. And then also your base is expecting you to be consistent if you... You know, your days are mixed up and all that. Just things get wild. Mm-hmm. That's the final question. I'll start with Tyler. What are your goals for this podcast and for your platform? What do you want to do with it down the road? Man, we talk about this all the time about how we want our No Structure brand to just be like like the tree stump and to have all these branches come out of it and to just expand on whatever we want to do, man. Like whatever we feel like doing, um, I mean, the sky's the limit. You know what I mean? Like, fuck it. What do you want to do? We do it. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. Yeah, I mean, I think it's just uh, just about growing the brand, making it as big as possible. And like he said, just entering other avenues. Um, you know, up here in Seattle especially, there's not like a media conglomerate. Mm-hmm. So I would love to spread us out into other stuff like video editing and things like that. Um, and just have things under our umbrella too. Like if you look at some of these bigger cities, they have these like production companies that podcasts go under that help them handle. And I'd love for someday for us even to maybe be in like a consulting position or like a management mm-hmm. position where we can help out other podcasts too. Oh, yeah. That'd be dope. So what's the easiest way for guys, people to reach you? Yeah, just up on Instagram. I think yeah. that'd be the easiest. Or email the no structure podcast at gmail.com. Yeah. Uh, Instagram is no structure podcast. Um, we're on Twitter too. We're not as active on Twitter, mm-hmm. uh, but no structure pod one. Um, yeah, mainly that's just as a tool just to put stuff out. We, I don't really, we don't really like converse or anything. You know, like some people use their podcast one to like, I don't know, talk about different things or that, but mainly we just post stuff to it. So yeah, promo type stuff. Yeah. So Instagram is probably the easiest one or even our website, the no structure podcast.com. We post everything on there too. Yeah. So I end the podcast by saying this is the NAS podcast and you guys each say your name and then together you guys can say the uh, no Structure Podcast. So, I'll start with you. And then Zach. This is the NAS Podcast with... Tyler. 
And Zach. And you guys are? No, no Structure, Structure Podcast. Podcast. Awesome. Thank you guys very much. Thank you. <laughs> cool.